KFES Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's DJ Swerve. Baltimore Orioles Trey Mancini gets standing ovation in his first home at bat since return from cancer. The 29-year-old was diagnosed during the spring training last year and missed the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. Mancini said he teared up when he heard the initial ovation. The Orioles lost that game, of course, 73 to the Red Sox. And Justin Rose shot 65 and leads by four strokes after round one of the Masters. Also, former NFL player Phillip Adams, he kills five people in South Carolina, then himself, authorities say. Adams fatally shot five people, including a prominent doctor, his wife, their two grandchildren before later killing himself, authorities said. York County Sheriff Kevin Tolson told a news conference yesterday that investigators had not yet determined the motive in the mass shooting Wednesday. Philip Adams was a defensive back for multiple NFL teams, including the 49ers and the Falcons, after starring at South Carolina State. And Los Angeles Lakers' Markeith Morris was ejected after getting heated with ref last night during their 110-104 loss to the Miami Heat. And also Clippers' own Patrick Beverly was ejected last night for throwing elbows for elbowing, should I say, Suns on CP3. The Clippers went on to defeat the Suns 103. 113 to 103. Now here's a check of your ESPN weather forecast. Good morning and happy Friday. We'll see a mixture of sun and clouds today with a chance of showers later this evening. Highs around 70. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report was brought to you by Herman Island Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on the new Linux Home Comforter System, call Herman Island at 804-746-5853. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. DJ Swerve on 99.5 and 1027. ESPN. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. I kind of knew two over through seven is not the end of the world, but also knew that, you know, you're going in the wrong direction. Uh, you know, you can't win the golf tournament today, even the 65. You can't win it today. Um, you can only probably lose it today, obviously. And uh, I was very aware, being a couple over through seven, that things were, you know, didn't hit the panic button yet. But I kind of I reset just prior to that, and I uh, just thought if I can get myself back around even par, um, you know, that would be a good day's work. So obviously the eagle, boom, straight back in there, and um, I guess almost just piggybacking with the birdie straight away at number nine. Suddenly I turned in one under, and I kind of could, I could feel like I could actually leave the front nine behind as a job well done and kind of move into the back nine and try and build a score. It was a job well done for one Justin Rose, who is your first round leader at the Masters at Augusta on a day in which the course might have been the big winner. Good morning. Welcome to the Friday feel-good edition of the Sports Huddle 803 on the 9th of April. Bob Black with you here, making it a feel-good Friday edition of the Sports Huddle is Sean Robertson from CBS 6, co-hosting over there, and DJ Swerve in our ESPN Richmond studios this morning. He's producing our program. You'll hear him throughout the course of the morning with our Sports Center updates yeah it was a tough day at the masters on day one between the conditions on the course and the wind it appears as though the course was the big winner only three golfers with rounds in the 60s and justin rose didn't appear on his way to doing that after the first seven holes he was two over and then he had the big eagle on eight and a birdie on nine and he was off and running finishes at seven under and has a four shot lead at the end of the first day of the Masters, Sean Robertson, our master, this morning on the Sports Huddle. Hello, my friend. Hello, Bob. That's a big turnaround for Rose. Yeah. That's a nine-shot swing in the first round. Yeah. That's that's tremendous for him. And, I mean, he mentioned that he can't win the tournament on the first day, but, I mean, you could easily lose it in day one. And that round could have easily gone in a totally different direction. I'm, I'm looking at the graphic now. It's the best score on the final 11 holes in tournament history, mm. nine under to, to, to finish a seven under. And only 12 golfers total on day one were in the red, were mm. at least at minus one or better. So uh, course was a little different, very different than last November. And uh, Justin Rose on those final few holes were able to take an event, was able to take advantage of it. This is the sixth time that he has led or co-led 
at the Masters, so he knows he still has a lot of work ahead of him. That's the most by a player who has not won yet at the Masters mm-hmm. at Augusta National. So it looks like, Sean, a fairly comfortable lead after the first round, but I think Justin Rose, the first one to tell you, there's still a lot of work and a lot of golf ahead of him. He just can't make the big mistakes, and we've seen golfers over the years, especially at the Masters, when they've had, let's say, a two- or three-shot lead, at least going into the weekend, they would make that one big mistake on a hole, and it would seem like it would cost them the rest of the of the tournament and eventually would lose a tournament. If he doesn't make the big mistake, if he doesn't have, let's say, a, a double bogey or a triple bogey on a hole, um, you never know. But uh, you, you know those pin placements on the weekend will be different, much more difficult. Um, I think... You know, the, the Masters uh, group, the Masters committee, saw what Dustin Johnson did in November. He was able to torch the course, and I don't think they want to see that happen again this year. They're going to make it very, very difficult uh, this weekend. I don't think you'll see, like, you know, 15, 16 under par winning the tournament this year. Right. And uh, I'll tell you, you didn't see too many of the big names, like you said, in the red with a minus uh, symbol in front of their number. I was just scrolling through as you were from even and beyond. You got guys like uh, John Rahm at even, Justin Mm -hmm. Thomas at one over, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Koepka at two over. Heck, Roy McIlroy was four over Mm -hmm. for the first round. So, yeah, I think the course was kind of the big winner on day one here. Phil Phil Mickelson was three over um, Lanto Griffin. Uh, local guy, four over. Um, I was looking for Dustin Johnson. I know he kind of struggled unless I over oversaw him. Yeah, I think he was uh, – I just saw – I think he was four over maybe. Four Hang over two? Second. Let me look. And I, no, 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 no. Two over. Two over. He, he and Brooks okay. kept in a large group at, uh, at there, two yep. over. But Shot still. 74, yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, I think he was all four rounds last year in the 60s, mm-hmm. below, below 70 or something like that. So, I mean – it is, it is this this golf course has shown already that um and they said it too if it's, if if the course was going to be dry those greens were going to be tough um and they saw that yesterday and i think for most of the forecast this weekend it's going to be a dry weekend yeah. in georgia which means those those greens are going to be unforgiving uh for golfers this weekend so um dustin johnson kind of the opposite of justin rose he was he was doing pretty well um, just looking at his at his hole by hole until he got to the last couple of holes. He had double bogey on 18. He had a bogey on 16. So he was doing pretty well until the end of the day. So he's got a lot of work ahead of him. But I think that I think everyone's coming back. I I think you'll see some better scores as difficult as it's going to be. But I think some of these familiar names will make a run at this thing, don't you? Oh, I I believe I believe so. And um, maybe that Justin Rose at seven under is going to be an anomaly. Mm-hmm. This week, I will be interested to see how he follows up his round today. Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be right at par? Is it going to be maybe a shot below par? Like I said, if he goes two over, three over in the round today, then we'll see the rest of the field. You know, it'll be a bunched up field, I think, going into the weekend. But if he, like I said, one or two under par or even, I think he'll be fine. And they're getting ready. Well, I guess they have just teed off this morning for mm-hmm. round two. And, uh, you know, I, I have it on TV at the moment uh, as well. And, you know, I couldn't help. Yesterday, Sean talked an awful lot. Right at 8 o'clock, they did the ceremonial first tee shot. Yeah. That, that is one. I'm not a huge golf guy, as I've, I've made mention several times. But that's one of those sports traditions that I think is very eye-catching to watch that to start, you know, the greatest golf tournament that there is. You always know the Grand Slam is going to be is going to start when you see. Well, in the past, <clears throat> I know Lee Elder was there mm-hmm. uh, yesterday morning, and I listened to you uh, talk about him. Um, I know Gary, um, Gary Player, Gary Player, and also yep. Jack Nicklaus. They yeah. teed off. Elder did not, but in the past, you had Arnold Palmer uh, in in that uh, that trio uh, to do the uh, to do the uh, do the tee shot. Mm-hmm. Um, the ceremonial tee shot to begin the Masters. But it was really, really cool uh, to see Lee Elder get the recognition that he deserved at the Masters. Although he didn't tee off, it was great for them to recognize the historical accomplishment he made at this tournament. And he was there along with Player and Nicholas yesterday morning. Absolutely. Uh, Justin Rose this morning is a 9.36 tee time. so That might help. 
What's that? I, I was going to say that actually might help because the greens won't be as fast as opposed to the afternoon session. So having a morning tee time might be more beneficial for Justin Rose. And we'll be able to follow him a little bit, maybe his first uh, couple of holes if, as mm-hmm. he tees off at, at 9.36. I was just uh, scrolling through through some of these to see who else we might see this morning. But most of them are, like you said, most of them are a little bit later tee times this morning, which is probably going to make the course even more difficult, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just looking at this graphic. The combined score of the first round for all the golfers was plus 222. Hmm. Yes, last year, last November, when they played, was minus 54. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> last year meaning the November one. The right? November event, yes. Yeah. yeah. They were, it, the, the combined first-round score was minus 54. This year was plus 222. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Johnson at 136 this afternoon, so he's going to be right in the middle of all that. Yeah, and the forecast is supposed to be warmer in the afternoon. Yeah. Yep. A little bit of wind. Partly cloudy, but again, it's going to be warm. The greens are going to be fast. Very little moisture on it. Could be, could be, could be rough. But if anybody can, you know, turn it around, it will be Johnson from what we saw last November. Absolutely. All right. I, I love to let you do this as well. So, how does this impact your career world for Saturday <laughs> and Sunday now, Sean? Well, there's <laughs> another club. big sporting yeah. event on CBS. There you I'll go. Credit I, for that. You know, from January to April, that's our best time for CBS. Yeah. We'll have the AFC Championship game, possibly a Super Bowl. You have the NCAA tournament, and right after that, you have the Masters. So, we will have one show. Saturday and Sunday, because we will show live coverage of the third and fourth and final rounds of the Masters. And I think the third, I think they both started two uh, this weekend. So they'll have, you know, wall-to-wall coverage of the Masters. They showed highlights last night after our 11 o'clock. They'll do it again tonight, a highlight show recapping round two. That would allow me, actually, to come to William & Mary to oh. uh, to see the game, to see the Capital Cup. I know what we're going to, I'm assuming we're going to talk about that <laughs> Uh, in the show and, and whether or not this would be the last game uh, for Richmond. We hear different stuff about mm-hmm. whether they are still looking to play next Saturday or if they will wait and see if they will make the field of 16 and FCS. But, yeah, we, uh, the game is at 1. I'll be able to drive down, shoot the game, come back, tell you what happened, and uh, have the Masters third round. What a moving day mm-hmm. at Augusta. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, so yeah, that 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 affects me, but I guess in a good way. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. But that'll be the last time we have a uh, like a, a big sporting event that will affect the newscast, probably until May next month with the PGA. Okay, I think the PGA will still be in May, and we'll show that the third and fourth rounds. Then after that, it'll go probably until August. You'll have a routine football. work schedule. Yes, I know. Yes, a ru- if if there's such a thing, but yeah, it'll yeah, be right, it'll exactly. Be a, it'll be a routine. If such a thing. It'll be a routine weekend schedule from probably May through, I would say either August or September with college football. Hopefully, yeah. we're into a regular, normal college football. Who schedule you tell at it? That point. I wow. joked with somebody. I was like, "Was well, so much was going on last month with college basketball, and then the start of college football, and then you had high school football, and I was like, man, that's I'm." You know, I'm going all over the place, but I'm like, at this time last year, I was trying to figure out what in the world am I going to run? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had nothing yep. going on, but at least now, you know, a lot of the events were still taking place or are now taking place with, you know, between 500 and 1,000 fans, depending on where. Um, there are signs, you know, there are signs that we're getting close. Yep. So hopefully, you know, when we do it again in September for real, you know, whether college football or, or the NFL or something like that, we can kind of see it be a little bit more normal. I hope so. I sure do. And I think there are signs of that at the Masters, actually. The crowds Yeah, I saw yesterday, they look pretty good, right? I mean, they're yep. probably not back to normal normal, but even just watching that ceremonial first tee shot in the start of the first round, it looked like there were decent crowds, right? Yeah, and remember, last November, the, there was no gallery. It was just the golfers on the course – uh, against you know against one another this year there is a there's a little bit of a gallery mm-hmm. so again that's we're, we're getting we're getting close it may not be 100 percent but we're getting close and i think that's that's a big sign down at augusta there is a, a small gallery but at least there is one this year as opposed to last november 
and that is our morning brew round one of the Masters. Justin Rose, your leader at seven under, a four-shot lead. Had the big eagle on eight, the birdie on nine, and he really took off on the back nine after that and is at seven under with a four-shot lead going into round two of the Masters. That's the morning brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James. They're located at 1313 Hull Street. They're open today and tomorrow from 1 to 10, and then when you get into next week, Wednesday and Thursday, their hours are from 1 to 8. They got the cocktails as their special this week, the mango margarita, the Henry Sangria, the Caribbean rum, all good drinks to have while you're wow. watching the Masters. Caribbean <laughs> rum, I like that. Yeah, it could go with your pulled chicken barbecue <laughs> oh, or yeah. your pulled pork barbecue or the brisket or all the good stuff they have there at Pig & Brew Barbecue, 1313 Hull Street. Again, check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. As we check out what's on this morning's Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. <laughs> Sean Robertson, go get yourself a glass of water. You're the new co-anchor of the sports title, at least on Friday morning. So you can do that while we get you through our rundown this morning and our opening drive <laughs> brought to you by, I know you'd rather have one of those cocktails from Pig & Brew. But, I'll drink uh, the water right now. Drink though. the water right yeah. now. I got the coffee. You got the water. Anyway, <laughs> opening drive brought to you by our friend. Friends at Lexus of Richmond. Hope you caught our Let's Talk Golf show last night from Independence with Greg Burton and the guys. Also brought to you by Lexus of Richmond, which is our presenting sponsor of our Masters Tournament coverage all weekend long here on ESPN Richmond. Be sure to experience the Lexus line of hybrid SUVs that are always charged during the hybrid season at Lexus of Richmond. Visit them on Midlothian Turnpike or anytime online at Lexus of Richmond. All right, coming up here on the program this morning at 8.30, we're going to get into some high school football talk. I know Sean Robertson is fired up about that. The playoff game started last night. We'll detail that, plus the games that are coming up this evening. Were you out there last night? I I was at Dale. I was at Dale, Dale, right? Yeah, Yeah. big win for the Knights. Another appearance in the regional final. be the third time since 2015 they would have played Oscar Smith Hmm. uh, in the playoffs. They have to make the trip uh, down there again. Uh, next week, um, and we'll see if they can get over that hump. Now it's the it's the Oscar Smith hump uh, for Thomas Dale uh, this go-around. I like that. All right, well, Rob Witham's going to join us at 8.30. He was scheduled a little bit earlier in the week and was a little under the weather, so he's feeling better, which is the best news of all. And then he'll join us, and he and Sean will certainly detail the high school football playoff scene. Rob Witham from the RVA Sports Network. And of course, we did our uh, – RVA locals only for quite some time before the pandemic hit, and hopefully by the time we get to the fall, we'll be able to bring that show back, that segment of our program back, because it was very popular, and and Rob does a great job with that. So he'll join us at 8.30 this morning. Uh, We'll catch up with Joe Wiz again this morning, uh, the fine line with Joe Wiz that you hear here on ESPN Richmond Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. Get some of his thoughts on the top games of the weekend and what he'll be talking about tomorrow morning on the fine line with Joe Wiz. Wiz. And don't forget, you can be a part of the program as well. Dial us up, 804-521-8501, 521-8501. Our text line, we'll read them aloud, 804-638-9508-638-9508. All right, Sean mentioned the Richmond William & Mary game. We'll get into that a little bit on the other side of a check of sports huddle traffic. We're right at 818. DJ Swerve producing our program this morning. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for tuning in to 99.5, 1027 ESPN. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853 for reliable Lennox products that make your air in your home absolutely perfect. Lexus of Richmond presents live leaderboard updates from the Masters. Brought to you by Hunting Hawk Golf Club. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen for big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system. Call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. Traffic a little bit heavy for us this morning on 64 westbound. A wreck has the right shoulder blocked in between the Bryan Park Interchange and Staples Mill Road. Still stop and go 95 southbound between Hermitage Road and the Bryan Park Interchange. Northbound delays on 95 start right around the I-64 merge. Tom Miner on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com promo code RISK. 
If you hit it, pass it, dunk it, shoot it, check it, throw it, putt it, or block it, then we're going to talk about it. I like that! I just thought I'd clear that up. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Well, we do have spring college football for you tomorrow, at least as we speak at 8.20 on Friday morning. We have spring college football for you tomorrow when the Capital Cup will be at stake for the second time in this spring season when Richmond travels to Williamsburg to meet William and Mary for the 132nd time. And it's all even at 63 and 63. There were five ties from back in the day when we still had ties, so they'll break that tie. On Saturday afternoon, it's 3-0 and Richmond. Spiders are ranked 12th in FCS. William & Mary is concluding its spring season with the game on Saturday. They are 1-2 and in this shortened season. And, excuse me, Sean, the first thing that I would say here is kudos to both teams for persevering and plowing through and getting to where we are Saturday. I know we're holding our breath today because today is a testing day. So both Richmond and William & Mary will go through testing today. We'll hold our breath and hope that everybody's negative and we can play the game on Saturday. That was the first thing Russ Huseman reported to, to us yesterday when he was on our Behind the Web uh, show at noon was, hey, everybody tested negative on Wednesday, and that was a sigh of relief. So we'll have one more testing today to play this game tomorrow. But I would say kudos, Sean, to both teams because it has been difficult. It has been a challenge. FCS doesn't have the numbers that FBS has, so when you lose guys to contact tracing, it really depletes your numbers. And I would even say this. I'll give even more credit to William and Mary because they're in a situation where they're not going to the postseason. They can't win the CAA championship. If they've got guys who are out and injured like so many other teams – the option is there to just say, hey, we can't play this game. We're done. We're putting the footballs away. We'll see it in the fall. And yet Mike London and crew will be there Saturday. I give Richmond a lot of credit also, but the Spiders have a lot to play for Saturday afternoon. No question. And you heard it in the in, in Russ Huseman's voice Wednesday when yep. talking about the, I guess, the FCS COVID protocols as a, as opposed to the FBS protocols and how, you know, there were some whispers that the FCS wasn't doing a better job of handling COVID as opposed to the FBS. And he was very passionate about the fact that it was a numbers game. You have more numbers in FBS. You can, I won't say get away with it, but there's more of a, of a fallback to a certain degree. If one player has contact tracing or he tests, tested positive, you can still kind of go through your season in FBS as opposed to FCS. And we've seen a lot of teams in the CAA decide either it's not worth it or it's just too much risk to continue on. I, I know Rhode Island, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. Townsend, even at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. said, hey, we're not even going to play at all. Albany, if I'm right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, did it. Stony Brook, I believe. And, and now Elon, with their last two games canceled, that's at least five to six teams that said, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna finish the season. And um, yeah, I echo your statements about Richmond and William and Mary plowing through and getting at least to this point, and talking to both. And you know, we were at the press conference, the Zoomer, uh, Wednesday. It appears that Richmond is set, at least in the regular season, for their final game to be against William and Mary Saturday. And I think Mike London was basically saying the same thing this week too. They they. This is it. They'll play the final game Saturday. You know, if all the tests come through clean and they will finish their regular season this Saturday. And like you said with Richmond, you know, if you win, you're sitting in a really, really good position to either win the conference title and or get a bid into the postseason. And they would find that out, I believe, next Sunday, right, the 18th? Yeah. I mean, you would think if Richmond wins Saturday, there's no real reason for them to play next week at 4-0 in the CAA, even having played just Elon and William and Mary. Mm -hmm. You would think they're in a pretty good spot to be in that field. There would be mathematics involved that could get them the CAA automatic bid, pending what the North teams do and JMU's matchup. I don't know what JMU's going to do. At this point, they won't be eligible for the CAA title because they didn't play enough CAA games unless they find somebody to play next week. And, of course, that Richmond-JMU game is sitting out there. It's possible 
that they could play next week. I don't know where they'd play the game because they lost a home game from both locations. Yep. You know, the Richmond-JMU game in Harrisonburg and in Richmond were both called off. So, I don't know. I think if Richmond wins, they may just, you know, sit tight and see what happens from a playoff perspective. I don't have any inside knowledge on that at all because Russ Huseman's done a great job this week of deflecting that conversation. Yes, he has. He really has. Uh, And and, and I don't blame him. I really don't blame him for that. Let's get it. This is kind of the one day at a time thing uh, for all these teams. I'm sure there's conversation going on behind the scenes, but I don't blame him for keeping that out of the public eye. And if you're Richmond, if you win, do you even risk? Uh, risk the game against JMU? Right. On, if you play on the 17th, you even risk it. Say, look, we're 4-0 at that point. We're undefeated in the conference. Do you even risk that possibility mm-hmm. of either A, uh, suffering an injury, B, suffering, you know, a loss, you know, hypothetically? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think in, in that position, you just say, mm, no, we just, we'll play you guys, you know, either in the postseason or or we'll play in the regular season next year or mm-hmm. next season. And just yeah, you sit back and see what happens because with Delaware, they have a game next Saturday. If tests go through, they play Villanova. Right. And I must I don't know how that affects Richmond in that case. If Delaware wins, would would it be Richmond just because they have more conference games? I I, I was looking at the the, the um the playoff tiebreaker scenario, and I was kind of a little, a little confused as far as the cross divisional situation, because there's no there's no conference championship game, so it would just be right. winning percentage, which would be both you know at a thousand. So I'm not sure how the cross divisional tiebreaker procedure would go uh, it, if Delaware would, wins. Right, and they're the only remaining unbeaten in right. the North. And if they beat Villanova, they'd be 4-0. And if Richmond beats William & Mary, they'd be 4-0. So it would come down to one or the other, right? Now, here's right. the other thing I'm going to say. We, we'll get to a break, and then you, yep. you and uh, you and Rob can uh, do all of this at the high school <laughs> level. You're way beyond me on that one. But And we'll get back to the college. I would hope somewhere somebody is behind the scenes letting these teams know a little bit about what the likelihood is that they'd be in the playoffs one way or the other. You know what I'm I would hope so too. Right? Yeah. The, yeah. This, hey, you know, you're you're in. Don't worry. That kind of something along those lines. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Come on. So much is different this this time around that you know. Let's let's give these teams the best opportunity to succeed in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And if Delaware's four and zero, Richmond's four and zero, the chances are pretty good they're both going right. to the postseason. So you know, and JMU at four and zero overall, two and zero in the league, would also have a pretty good chance of going. Now, the problem there is there's only 16 teams, right? right? Now, there are only 10 automatic qualifiers. We thought there were going to be 11. The MEAC had three or four teams that were playing, but they right. have backpedaled on that, mm-hmm. yeah. and they are not using their automatic qualifiers. So that helps a little bit. That means there's six at-larges mm-hmm. and 10 automatic qualifiers. So can the CAA get two of those six? Well, maybe they can. If you've got three unbeaten teams like Delaware, JMU, and Richmond. First things first for the Spiders. They need to get past William and Mary. We'll pick up on this conversation a little bit later this morning. Game is at 1, Zabel Stadium in Williamsburg. Our airtime is at 1230 with our pregame show and full play-by-play at 1 o'clock. All right, let's get to the bottom of the hour break. We'll get back to that conversation a little bit later. But Rob Witham is standing by. He'll join us next from the RVA Sports Network. We'll talk some high school football playoff action coming up next on the Sports Auto. The weather's nice and you're thinking, I've had it up to here with being cooped up in the house. Then get yourself out and take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. 
Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one on one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture a DQ chicken and biscuits basket. All white meat chicken strips nestled next to crispy golden fries. And seven mini biscuits. Fluffy, flaky mini biscuits that you can dunk in a side of warm pepper gravy. Then you leave the drive-thru and your favorite song comes on the radio. And all the streetlights turn green. This mini win calls for a mini celebration with the DQ chicken and biscuits basket. Or get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ. Happy taste good. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's DJ Swerve. Baltimore's Orioles Trey Mancini gets that innovation in first home at bat since return from cancer. The 29-year-old was diagnosed during spring training last year and missed the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. Mancini said he teared up when he heard the initial ovation. The Orioles lost that game to the Red Sox 7-3. And Justin Rose shot 65 and leads by four strokes after round one of the Masters. And former NFL player Phillip Adams kills five in South Carolina, then kills himself, authorities say. Adams fatally shot five people, including a prominent doctor, his wife, their two grandchildren before later killing himself, authorities said yesterday. York County Sheriff Kevin Tolson told a news conference yesterday that investigators had not yet determined a motive in the mass shooting on Wednesday. Philip Adams was a defensive back for multiple NFL teams, including the 49ers and the Falcons, after starring at South Carolina State. Los Angeles Lakers' Markeith Morris was ejected after getting heated with ref last night during their 110-104 loss to the Miami Heat. And also, Clippers' Patrick Beverly was ejected last night for Elborn's son, CP3. The Clippers went on to defeat the Suns, 113-103. Here's a check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning and happy Friday. We'll see a mixture of sun and clouds today with a chance of showers later this evening. Highs around 70. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center's DJ Swerve on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed or may lose value. If you need emergency cash up to $2,500, go to WeFixMoney.com. You have heard me talk about WeFixMoney.com for years. I trust them to help you get up to $2,500 for credit card bills, car repairs, any other reason. WeFixMoney.com has been helping customers for over 12 years and has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. It is free to use available 24 7 and some lenders even offer same day funding go to wefixmoney.com trust the name you know wefixmoney.com spring is here and so is the home depot spring savings event where we've got everything you need to finally get outside get to work and bring on spring start sprucing up your yard with high quality earth grow and vigoro mulch get five bags for just 10 bucks in store and online spring has finally sprung And it's time to get out and do more for less. Bring on the spring savings at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limit 75 per customer. Color selection varies by store. While supplies last. Continental U.S. only. 
the best way to describe Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich is crispy juicy tender. And yes, it's all one word. Think of it this way. Crispy juicy tender is like five lit smacking. Trap bass crunk. Chow tea. Ooh wee. Bay bestie boo. And then some. You get the point. Crispy juicy tender chicken with crinkle cut pickles all on a buttery potato bun. It's everything you could want in a chicken sandwich. McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich. Get in tune and order ahead in the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Local sports talk is back in the app. Afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Eight thirty-five already on the sports huddle on a Friday morning. Bob Black here, Sean Roberts and CBS 6 co-hosting as he does each and every Friday morning. That's another reason we love Fridays. 521-8501. Dial us up. 638-9508. We are efforting Rob Witham from the RVA Sports Network. We'll try and get him to join our conversation as we move along. But, Sean, I know you've got your finger on the pulse of the high school football playoff scene. And I'll go back to what we were talking about earlier before we preview the games from tonight. Wow. Some points on the scoreboard last night from both Oscar Smith and and Thomas Dale in the semifinals. So are they going to be breaking the scoreboard next week? I think Oscar Smith put 48 up and Thomas Dale 41. Yeah, they did. Uh, Oscar Smith, I mean, they, they have been pretty impressive this uh, this regular season. I believe they averaged less than six points allowed uh, this season. And they've been scoring at a pretty good high clip uh, this season, this year. And Thomas Dale, they've been around that that point plateau i think this year between 30 and 35 uh this year and they put up 41 against a a solid franklin team they they played in the playoffs in 2017 and uh thomas they'll beat them 50 to nothing that postseason mm. totally different franklin team um but thomas Dale was able to uh to weather the storm but i tell you one thing coach kevin tucker was not happy at all in the victory um but i did talk to him after the game and i said hey you get to play next week, and he said absolutely. So, you know, whether he didn't like the the performance, but he'll take the result, and that was a win. And the playoffs continue for Thomas Dale uh, going into next week. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. In yes. The playoffs, right? Hey, let's advance to Rob with him. He's joined us this morning. Been a while since we've caught up, so great to have him with us. RVASportsNetwork.com, RVA Locals Only, here on ESPN Richmond uh, in the past and hopefully again in the future once we get through the pandemic. And he joins us to talk some high school football this morning. Hello, Rob. How you doing, my friend? Gentlemen, happy Friday. Doing great. How are you? Good. Glad Good. you're doing well, and I'm sure you're fired up for the high school football playoffs as well. So why don't you start there where Sean kind of left off, uh, Rob, the games last night, particularly Thomas Dale, uh, putting 41 on the board and winning. But uh, as, as Sean said, they weren't overly happy there at Thomas Dale after that game, other than the fact that they have advanced. Yeah, watching most of that game last night, uh, you know, they gave up a couple of really deep touchdown passes uh, where where the uh, receiver was able to get just behind the defense, which is highly unusual for a Thomas Dale defense, frankly. Uh, and the game was a lot, a lot closer in the end than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so it concerns me, if I'm a Knights fan, that Franklin County, the Eagles put up 31. Uh, by the same token, you don't have your starting starting quarterback in there last night, and you're still able to to uh, put up 41, and Jacob Seaborn had a heck of a game uh, with, with some pretty good plays offensively, but that 95-yard t- uh, touchdown return on the kickoff, which was a key element in that win. So you know, now you have to go down to the coast, and you got to take on the Titanic and Oscar Smith. And, you know, it, just like you guys said a minute ago, survive in advance. You get the opportunity, and at this point, that's all you can ask for you know, if you if you talk to any coach in the area right now, that they're just happy that they have an opportunity to be talking about a postseason, much less anything else. Uh, when it looked like we may have lost the entire 2020 season, at least we've got the truncated version of it here in the spring. That's what the coaches were saying Monday. All of the playoff coaches uh, were saying that Monday we're just happy to be playing football because there were some points in the season where it, it did not look 
like they were going to get that done. Now, Rob, I know you focus a lot on the whole high school scene, but I think you will have your eye on a specific game at Monacan tonight. <laughs> Monacan and Patrick Henry, uh, pretty good yep. matchup. One versus four, Monacan, the number one seed. Patrick Henry, the reigning region champs in 4B, uh, going in the road and arguably the most competitive region in this in this uh, spring season with all four teams undefeated, 24-0 combined records uh, this year. Yeah, you're right. It's it's so funny. We 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 focus so much of our energy on on Class Five Region B, and yeah. for and for good reason. It's entirely Richmond, uh, yeah, and entirely made up of Richmond teams, and the only region that can claim that. And and so I understand, but it has been so much fun watching this um, Class Four Region B uh, set up through the regular season, and, and the team, frankly, that has surprised me and surprised a lot of people. And Louisa better be on their toes tonight is when they go to King George. King George has not only won, but they've won impressively uh, in, in most of their games. They've, they've not had to worry about fourth quarters a whole lot this season. So I'm very intrigued by that one. But, yes, I will be out at Monacan tonight. First time these two teams have met in 36 years. Hmm. The only other time they met, Monacan won in a playoff game in 1985. That was, and I'm going to date myself now, <laughs> uh, the year after I graduated from Patrick Henry uh, and was gone out of state for college, so I didn't get to go to that particular game. But Monacan won that game. That was the second-ever playoff appearance for Patrick Henry. And then if memory serves me correctly, the next year in 86, they went all the way to the States. So there's a brief history between these two teams. I've been keeping my eye on Monica and Sean simply because they've been very impressive mm-hmm. all season long, especially with the opening win over Manchester mm-hmm. now that we know how good the Lancers are. Uh, this is a senior-laden team that I think is still fueling themselves from the bitter disappointment of the early exit back in the 2019 season. And Patrick Henry is going to have to play really well tonight if they want to get the win. Also a battle of the quarterbacks, uh, Allen for Patrick Henry and uh, Hensley. Uh, for Monica, two really good quarterbacks in the region. Yes, very much so. Hensley, uh, you know, he puts up the numbers. He runs the show. He's the floor general, so to speak, for them, the field general. And Jordan Allen, he, 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 when you first see him on the field for Patrick Henry, he may not strike you. Um, but you, you watch him for a quarter or two and, and you see how his presence affects that offense. Uh, he does a great job with his feet, but he's got a very deceptively good left arm. Lefty quarterback, uh, he's been fun to watch this season. Should be a great battle between those two. Uh, I would turn my attention to the powerhouse teams. Are we headed towards a Highland Springs Hermitage game in the 5B uh, semifinals tonight with Highland Springs playing Prince George and Hermitage in Manchester? Well, that's a great question. I think, uh, and this is this is no diss to Prince George whatsoever, but it's a tall task for them mm-hmm. uh, to go up against Highland Springs. Although, you know, if, if Curtis Allen can get things going in the running game for mm-hmm. Prince George and they can control the clock some, uh, you know, they they can they can be in that football game. That's one of those situations to where you know if you're if you're tied or you're close or or even ahead a bit when the when quarter number four starts, then. The, the, the mentality of everyone on the field changes. So that, that's kind of the goal that Prince George has to set as their mini goal. Let's get to the fourth quarter and be in the game and then let the chips fall where they may and see what we can do. Hermitage Manchester, uh, Ramon Brown and Nigel James. Yeah, Nigel James for Hermitage put up almost 1,200 yards of rushing in six games. He's been amazing. Uh, the turnaround at Hermitage no less than amazing. Mm-hmm. But Manchester is young. Manchester has learned a lot since that opening loss against Monaghan. Uh, they, they had the squeaker a couple of weeks later against a very good Powhatan team, and that's going to be a team to watch come uh, fall. I, I think Manchester will give Hermitage everything they can and more, but assignment one is they've got to stop Nigel James. They've got to force Hermitage to win in the passing game. And, and if the Panthers are able to do that uh, and counter with a good passing attack from Schaefer and company, then, yeah, could, could finally see Panthers Springers for the first time in the playoffs in about four years. It's hard to make Hermitage one-dimensional or any David Bedwell program one-dimensional. So it'll be very interesting to see if uh, they take Nigel, Nigel James 
out of the game plan. Before we talk about Hopewell, the defending class three champs, they're going to Phoebus uh, tonight. I know I'm assuming you had to say something about King William. They had a chance uh, yeah. tonight. They were scheduled to play against Amelia. They couldn't. Positive COVID test within their program. They have to withdraw. Amelia moves on to the regional final. And this was a really good season for King William under head coach Scott Moore, his first year there, along with Patrick Kane, former Hermitage coach and assistant down there at King William. You go 4-0, but you can't play in the playoffs because of COVID. It's heartbreaking. And when I woke up to the news on Tuesday morning, I just, um, my heart sank. Yeah. Um, every, every team that, that I have dealt with, you know, either at the high school level or, you know, the work that I do with Randolph Macon College, when there's a pause in a program, you know, it's just, it just hurts because you know that you're just, it's, it's like you're sitting on the side of the road and you're watching the bus that's coming to take you through your season drive off without you or being towed in for repairs and you're just sitting there going my chance is gone and and when it comes to to ending the season uh, you know for the seniors at king william my heart goes out to them to have worked so hard to get to this point and then for this unfortunate event to occur uh, yeah I, it's it's heartbreaking and i'm hoping it's the only situation that we find here in the state that that we can get through the rest of the playoffs unscathed Absolutely. Um, I got one more for you, Rob. I mentioned the Hopewell game. They go to Phoebus. This is a rematch of right. the regional final in Class 3A where Hopewell won at Myrner Field in 2019 and route to a state championship. Two totally, I, I think two totally different teams this year, especially with Hopewell. Obviously, no Trey Henderson. They do have Briggs. They do have Eric McDaniels. The other Henderson is on the roster, so they love their still run but it's a little different team than the one that won it all in 2019. Yeah, and a team where the, the times I've been able to, to, to catch them on, uh, online uh, still looks like it's a team in transition as well as a team finding a chemistry, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 they were, I think, a little exposed early on in terms of just how much Travion Henderson meant to that program and what he would have been able to do had he been able to play the senior year. Then on top of that, Coach Irby was sick early on. And, and so that, that, that takes momentum away because he is undoubtedly the heart and soul and the leader of that program. So they're, they're still trying to find their groove. And, and, and that's going to be difficult when you go up against such a, a, a storied program as Phoebus. But I still think, you know, when you've got Briggs and McDaniels in the backfield, and if you could get things rocking and rolling in the running game, they can still get the win there on the road tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that game turns out. And they're a road-tested team. I'm sorry about their road-tested no, team. They, they've shown that they can win not only at Myrna, but they can go to your place down at the beach or southwest Virginia and win a playoff game. That's exactly right. And, and they know that, too. E- yeah. Even if they're still trying to you know, kind of find that chemistry and get to where they really want to be, they know they can go on the road and win. So that confidence will be there, no doubt. Rob, other than the King Williams situation, it just feels and sounds like it's very refreshing, as unusual as it is to have a high school football <laughs> season in the spring. Uh, and we've said this at the college level as well as we wrap up with Rob Witham this morning on our Herman Allen Hotline here on the Sports Auto. Uh, not playing in the spring would have been a whole lot worse and a long, long wait to get mm-hmm. to the fall. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? And would have been devastating for this senior class in high school because, you know, the NCAA can grant you an extra year of eligibility in college and you be you know might be able to find, you know, graduate work or whatnot and, and make that happen. And, and there are players who are doing it, obviously, with headlines this past week. Uh, but at the high school level, that just simply isn't the case. You move on. Uh, and for the kids who don't go to college for the, for the athletics, they just go for the academics. You know, my heart just breaks for them if they lose their season. So, so happy, even if it's been a little strange and, and it's only been a six-game schedule and now the playoffs, I'm just so glad we're talking football and we're playing football tonight. Well, keep a spot open on your calendar because we'd love to keep talking high school football with you through the rest of this spring. So great to have you back on with us, Rob, and enjoy the games this evening. Will do, my friend. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the games tonight, Sean. Absolutely, Rob. Take care. You Rob too. with them.
RVA Sports Network. Check them out, rvasportsnetwork.com, and hopefully we will reincarnate the RVA locals only and bring him back on our airwaves on a regular basis when we get back to the regular schedule of high school sports action. Doing a great job of covering, as does Sean Robertson on CBS 6. Uh, just about 8.50 on 9.50 a.m., 99.5, 102.7 on the FM dial. Let's take a time out here, come back and get you to the top of the hour, a little bit closer to the weekend. Coming up when we come back on the Sports Saddle. Traffic. Traffic's still a little bit slow for us this morning on 64 westbound. Going to find some uh, brake lights in between the Bryan Park Interchange and Staples Mill. That looks like the right shoulder block of the wreck here. Still a crash in Chesterfield on Midlothian Turnpike right around Old Buckingham Road. Tom Miner on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code RISK. Just like you, we're all about sports. <laughs> and the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Looking for a fast, affordable lunch? Ariana's Italian Grill Special started just $4.99 for pizza and subs. 700 North Shepherd Street in the fan. Or online at arianasrva.com. Lexus of Richmond presents live leaderboard updates from the Masters. Brought to you by Hunting Hawk Golf Club. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that when something belongs to you, you'll work to make it the best it can be. That's why every OMF employee is also an owner. From the factory to the sales floor to the delivery team, being an owner means that we take pride in all that we do. Each of our employee owners has a customer-first focus to provide not only a better mattress, but a better mattress shopping experience. Visit a location near you or go to OriginalMattress.com to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Hey everybody, it's Mitchell Bradley. I'm so excited that baseball is finally back and there's nothing like watching a game with great weather and a little action on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you've never bet on baseball before, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. FanDuel's letting new users swing for the fences risk-free. You'll get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. And once you have an account, you can win up to $25 back each day if your same-game parlay bet falls one leg short. This way, you can combine multiple baseball bets for an even bigger win all season long. There's a reason. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all the different betting markets, unique, fun bet types like same-game parlay and always-on promotion to let you get more out of the action every day. So join me in taking part on FanDuel, the sportsbook. Sign up now using promo code Mitch to get into all the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code Mitch. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. First online real money wager only for risk-free bet. Refund issued does not withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. People spent more time than ever on their lawns last year. At Virginia Green, we've seen lawns used as home offices, hair salons, even movie theaters. Hey, can you pass the popcorn? Shh. It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh. Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on CentOS. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies, inspect your fire protection systems and devices, hygienically launder your uniforms, and keep you well-stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how CentOS can help you open your doors with confidence. Oh, I'm ready! Visit CentOS.com and get ready for the workday. Ooh, a fondue set! Now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. Haha, <laughs> that's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Lexus of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. The best way to describe Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich is crispy, juicy, tender. And yes, it's all one word. Think of it this way. Crispy, juicy, tender is like violet smacking. Trap-based crunk. Child tea, ooh-wee. Bay bestie boo, and then some. 
You get the point. Crispy, juicy tender chicken with crinkle cut pickles all on a buttery potato bun. It's everything you could want in a chicken sandwich. McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich. Get in tune and order ahead in the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. Lexus of Richmond presents live leaderboard updates from the Masters. Brought to you by Queenfield Golf Club. This update is brought to you by the Virginia State Golf Association. Play more and save more using the VSGA VIP card with savings available at over 200 golf courses. For more information, log on to VSGA.org. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the sports huddle on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Moving along towards the top of the hour, coming up on 9 o'clock on the Friday Sports Huddle. Bob Black with Sean Robertson on this Friday morning, about 8.55 right now. So, uh, Sean, now that our Patrick Henry grad, uh, Rob Witham, <laughs> is no longer on the air with us this morning, uh, does Patrick Henry have any chance against Monaghan tonight? What do you think? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Good. I mean, even though, and I know Coach uh, Wakefield mentioned this in the um, in the presser with all of the high school playoff coaches this week they hadn't played a team outside of hanover county mm-hmm. their schedule was simply at lee hanover and mechanicsville those are the six teams that they played this year nobody outside of hanover county so he felt it's going to be a tough challenge one he looks forward to because it's somebody else but that familiar familiarity is not there you know he hasn't coached against monican they haven't played against monican since 85 so it's kind of hard to kind of gauge how good his team is, which he said, but he knows Monaghan is a is a really good team. But I think Patrick Henry's got a chance. They've shown that they, they can match up with some of the, the top teams in this region, regardless of not seeing somebody else this year. And they're the defending champs in mm-hmm. Region 4B. They are the reigning region champs. Um, so it's, you know – uh, they get a good shot, a good shot of going to Monacan and winning. But Monacan is pretty good too. I've seen them a couple of times in person. They're really good on both sides of the ball. And where are you heading tonight? I'm actually going to the outskirts oh. this uh, this uh, this night. I'm actually yeah. going to King and Queen. Wow! Uh, to see Coach DeHart's team, and I'm actually going to West Point. Ooh. Uh, to see, yeah. <laughs> wow. Did- did you volunteer for that mission, or did Lane well, try to La- say, "Here's where you're going"? Sean. Lane asked, "Did I did I mind going <laughs> okay. to those two games?" Because at first it was going to be the King and Queen King William double dip, but then when King William um, had the test, I couldn't go there. So um, he was like, "Do you mind going to West Point?" <laughs> and nice I, you know, I was like, "Okay, that. that's like a trick question." It was yes, like, it is. "Do exactly. I mind?" Yeah. But. Um, Coach DeHart, like I said, I've known Coach DeHart while he was at King William, and I hadn't seen them play this year. And I had gone out to King William a couple weeks ago uh, before their regular season. So it's kind of like you want to give those schools, you know, some time as well because they work just as hard as the ones that we cover, you know, closely, more closely. Um, so yeah, this will be the this will be the <laughs> the one hour double dip. We're going to hit <laughs> King and Queen and uh, and West Point tonight. Hopefully, there's you know. There's no significant rain mm-hmm. out there, yeah. but um, we'll see how it goes. King and Queen, the number one seed in one A, uh, with DeHart in his first year there. So we'll see how we'll see how legit King and Queen is uh, tonight. Uh, safe travels there, my friend. Thank you. Sa- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll look for your highlights at 11. We'll know you made it, and, and yes, uh, and I'll be in the well. studio with Lane uh, tonight. Yeah, you'll be there, right? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, you can check out, as I said, Rob Witham's work on rvasportsnetwork.com, and he'll be focusing in on that uh, on that Patrick Henry game tonight. We appreciate Rob being with us this morning on our Herman Allen Hotline. All of our guests appear on ESPN Richmond on the Herman Allen Hotline, brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Give them a call at 746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. How about a little baseball talk when we get over the top of the hour here, Sean? You up for that? I'm up for that. Can I say something real quick? Because we you were can, talking about the – um, Take the, your time. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we, we get close morning, to the, or at least till 10 o'clock. Well, I'm talking about the top of the hour, so I didn't want to, you know, go too far over the top of the hour. But I know we were talking about the high school season, and, you know, it's great to have a high school football season, albeit in the spring. I want to give props to the spring sports that did not get a chance to play mm-hmm. last spring, and hopefully they will be able to play – this spring, because I really feel bad for those seniors 
not getting that opportunity. Baseball, softball, track, um, uh, soccer, uh, field hockey, those sports uh, that work just as hard, and they didn't get a chance to play last year. Let's hope that they can get through the spring and get through the early part of the summer and be able to play a state championship this year as opposed to last year, which they couldn't. So I just wanted to get that in there real quick. Well, then I'm going to give a shout-out as well. Since you mentioned <laughs> the spring sports, and now we're going to go way over the top of the hour. Mitchell's, Mitchell's somewhere at a beach on vacation. He doesn't care. DJ Swerve, he's a freewheeling guy. He yep. doesn't care if we go over the top of the hour. It's okay. But I did see the story in, on Richmond.com, RichmondTimesDispatch.com. A uh, great friend of mine. I just can't believe it's been 20 years of high school coaching for Sean Ryan at Benedictine. Yes. To come yes. up with his 300th win at Benedictine. It's just it boggles my mind that he's been doing that uh, for 20 years because I remember